Today's scripture reading is from the book of Psalm, chapter 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. All right, have, have, any of one, have any of you heard Psalm 23 before? <laughs> By the laughter, maybe, most of us? All right. You know, I, I've usually quoted and recited this psalm in a, a garden of dead people. Um, uh, you know, the old school churches, uh, especially in the southeast of America, uh, they still have uh, the cemetery a part of the, uh, the, the church yard. It's kind of an English old school phenomenon because um, uh, the, the old, you know, especially English countryside churches, they want, always wanted you to be aware of your mortality even in worshiping God. And so uh, dead people were planted next to the church. Uh, you know, I've, I've said Psalm 23, and it's usually, uh, you know, at funerals, I've done it when, you know, the, the classic movie scene where it's drizzling and you get all the dark umbrellas and I've set it in hot blazing sun. Um, you know, I, I've set it when um, the person in the, the, the casket has been very old and I, I've set it when uh, really young teenagers and, and little babies. Uh, this song comes, comes out uh, you know, I've heard people uh, kind of in a military crisp way recite Psalm 23 around the, the, the dirt there, uh, and they're very stoic, and they get it done neatly. And then I've been in funerals where um, the choking starts, and then it becomes wailing a little bit. Psalm 23 does. Uh, I, I've read Psalm 23 uh, it, with massive crowds, it, it, you know, on, on hillsides or in the grass or in um, busily, fastly mowed cemeteries that weren't expecting a funeral that day. And then I've said it with me and another guy and the dead person in the casket, kind of a lonely Psalm 23. Uh, it's, it's really not, I mean, if you're, if you're talking scripturally, it's really not a funeral psalm, per se. I, I, it's really not. But, but that's where I've said it the most. Uh, and I think it's because it snaps life into focus. I think, I think that's what it does. And, and I think that's what we need here at the top of a year, going into 2022. Let's, let's get a reminder. A pointed, poignant memorable reminder going into a new year. Let's, let's just get that. Let's, let's snap life into focus one time. And this reminder is that we have a good shepherd. We have a good shepherd. It, Psalm 23 is really a description about a shepherd more than anything. 
and we the dumb sheep who need reminding and tending and constant care and supervision, we the dumb sheep. Look at this picture of a sheep. It's how the scriptures describe us. Dumb sheep. And we have this good, kindly, patient shepherd. And what he does is he pulls us out of the weeds and he hunts down the stray ones and he teaches us that his voice can be trusted and recognized and he leads us to food and nourishment and you know, the funny thing about sheep, sheep will really eat anything. I, they're, not, they're not as bad as goats necessarily, but they will, they will eat poisonous leaves and onions and thistles. And this is the funny thing is uh, uh, sheep are so dumb that, that they can be pulled from a bad thistle patch and it can tear up their stomach and their intestines and they will literally go back to it the next day. They will, they will not learn anything because the sheep are so dumb. Um, they'll, they'll get knocked over in a, like a little divot in the ground and they, they just can't right themselves. They, they, can't, they can't, you'll just see sheep in the field, four legs in the air, dumb, they're just so dumb. Uh, I had two dogs once, um, Calvin and Hobbes, um, and they were two purebred Warfield Red Beagles. And um, so it, it, you can look at this online. I think I've told this story before, but if you look at Warfield Red Beagles, um, there's, there's an intelligence index for dogs, one through 100, one being like super smart dog, 100 being really dumb dog. Um, beagles are like 83. They're, they are not bright dogs. Um, they have great noses and they will you know, follow that for days but they really are dumb. Cute, but dumb. All right, my, my, my beagles were Einsteins compared to sheep. Total Einsteins. Um, and God and the writers of scripture pick sheep to describe us in our relationship to the shepherd. Um, he didn't, like, you could have picked the octopus, so bright. Puzzle solved, then get out of mazes. I don't know, have you seen those YouTube videos? Not the golden retriever, not the elephant, no, just dumb sheep. And so Psalm 23 talks about this uncommonly good, uber patient, inexplicably kind shepherd for some extremely dumb sheep. Cute and adorable, but dumb sheep. Let's look at verse, verses one and two. Familiar. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. Now let me reword that for us. Is that Jesus is our provider and our protector. And I lack no good thing in him. I'm really careful with those words. I lack no good thing. I have wanted for many things, attainments and relationships and stuff, but I lack no good thing in him because he always knows what's good for me and he knows what's good for you. He puts us in places that nourish us. Or you could try this out in your mouth and mind. So Jesus provides and protects or try this out. Um, my stocks 
and my real estate, my assets, and my crypto, they protect and provide for me. My stocks and my real estate and my assets and my crypto, they nourish me and they, they bring me to a place of feeding. Or you could say my vigilance, my informed decisions and my relationships, they provide and protect for me. Now, let's keep it really forthright and candid and let's, let's have an honest conversation here, is that on some level that kind of works. My stocks and my crypto do provide for me in a way and they do protect me from certain contingencies. It sort of works. So let's go to verse three. Let's go to verse three. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Now let me reword that. The shepherd has a way of reviving my cold and listless heart. My tired heart. He has a way of animating my paralysis. And then, and then this, he guides me in ways for me to do things, ways that simply reflect how he does things and who he is, and I'm not considering pragmatic or utilitarian cost-benefit analysis of if I should do that thing. He guides me in ways that just reflect who he is. That's the rewording of it. Or does this make sense to you? My stocks and my real estate and my assets and my crypto bring fire and life and purpose to my increasingly cynical soul. Sometimes it works. Or, try this out, does this make more sense? My vigilance, informed decisions and relationships are my north star for what is best, true, good, and lovely. Sometimes it works but it begins to crack. So let's go to verse four. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Let's reword it. Even though great illness, tragedy, unexpected death, and certain death looms ahead of me. I really don't have fear because my shepherd is with me. And he has power and authority over everything, including death, and this soothes my deep anxieties. Okay, try this one on now. You could go a different route. My stocks and real estate and assets and crypto, they will be right next to me during grief. I shall check up on their status when I go to view the body. They will accompany me as I go to my cancer treatments. My stocks, real estate, assets and crypto will supply the strength I need when my child dies. 
I will place these assets around me. Just as the pharaohs put all their favorite things around them, tastefully arranged in the coolest crip ever. And I think it totally helped them, don't you? My vigilance, informed decisions, and relationships are stronger than death. I will repeat my favorite inspirational quotes back to myself, and lo, verily, I shall be glad even if it comes back as stage four. Listen to this. It is at the garden of dead people where our stocks and our real estate and our assets and our crypto become silly. They can't go there. Let's go to verse five. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Let's reword it. I gain strength and life in you even when my position at work becomes a little shaky. Even when my reputation with my friends takes a big hit. Even when, my, even when public opinion about me is at all time lows. When my boss no longer thinks I'm getting it right and doing it right and maybe the right person. When I am belittled and ignored You, O shepherd, honor me and throw me a dinner and keep tending to my wine glass? How are you this good? Or you might like it this way. My stocks, real estate, assets, and crypto, uh, they are my position in this world. Even the haters surround me. Even if haters surround me, I will have good numbers. And those numbers shall shall verily be my worth. And I shall be comforted, even though the haters hate, because my buying power will still be very strong. My vigilance, informed decisions, and relationships will throw parties for myself because my awesomeness speaks for itself until it doesn't. Then I shall probably be nothing and worthless. And that's why my stocks, real estate, assets, and crypto are basically my identity. Verse six. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow follow me all the days of my life and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Let's reword that. I'm convinced that good things and forgiveness will be my shadow at all times. I won't be able to shake their presence in my life and I will never get kicked out of the shepherd's care, family, or house. Or, you could put your bet somewhere else. My stocks, real estate, assets, and crypto will always be around. They will continue their persistent love of me even if I lose them. 
my vigilance informed decisions, relationships will ensure that I'm owed a great life and people will always totally understand me and be super kind to me because they'll know that I tried my very best. And if I get grouchy, depressed, incontinent, and I get dementia, everyone will still want to be around me. I'm totally sure of it. Look, as we open another year, our reminder from God's word is that the good shepherd and only the good shepherd will provide and guide and comfort and heal and revive. You're gonna need that. You're gonna need that in 22. I'm gonna need it in 22. I mean, we can, we can like fingers crossed, maybe, maybe best year ever. Um, but I know this. Uh, my stocks and my real estate and my assets and my crypto will not comfort me. They won't go to that dark hillside. They won't go to the dirt. They won't go to the casket. My vigilance informed decisions, my know-how, my relationships, they won't tag along with you or me into the valley. They won't do it. So how do I know this good shepherd will go there? How do I know that he will go with you and with me to the valley? How do I know that? (laughs) Because the good shepherd became a dumb sheep. And who does that, really? Who does that? You must really, really love dumb sheep. And you must be a really, really good, good shepherd. We need that for this year. Let's pray. Our Father and our God, you are a good shepherd. There are days when I lean on it and believe it and trust it. There are days when I hunt out thistle to cram into my belly. But on both sides of the day, you remain the good shepherd and you will hold us close, yes, even to that dark, dark valley. Remind us of that. Remind us all of that. In Jesus' name, amen.